Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is October. (laughs) (laughs) January 25th, 2021. We are 25 days into a new year, and it doesn't seem like there's any much much difference. Uh, none that I can tell. Well, hopefully, hopefully, when we're 25 days out of the end of the year, there'll be there'll be differences that we can share about. I want to read something real quick. Let me find it. <clears throat> okay, this was a t- this was a, a, an email that I got. Sometimes you just have to read stories like this and remember what's important. God and family. Me. Okay, God, here's the thing. I'm scared. I'm trying not to be, but I am. God, I know. Want to talk about it? Me. Do we need to? I mean, you already know. God, let's talk about it anyway. We've done this before. God, waiting patiently, unhurried, undistracted, never annoyed. Me, okay, so I'm afraid I'll do everything I can to protect my family, and it won't be enough. I'm afraid of someone I love dying. I'm afraid the world won't go back to what it was before. I am afraid my life is always going to feel a little bit unsettled. God, anything else? Me, everything else. God. Remember how your daughter woke up the other night and came running down the hall to your bedroom? Me, yes. God, you were still awake. So when you heard her running, you started calling out to her before she even got to you. Remember? Do you remember what you called out to her? Me. I said, you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. I'm here. God, why did you call to her? Why didn't you just wait for her to get to your room? Me, because I wanted her to know that I was awake and I heard her and she didn't have to be afraid until she reached the end of the dark hallway. God, exactly. I hear you, my child. I hear your thoughts racing like feet down the dark hallway. There's another side to all of this. I'm there already. I've seen the end of it. And I want you to know right here, as you walk through it all, you're okay. I haven't gone to sleep and I won't. Me, crying. Can we just sit together for a while? Can we just sit here a minute before I go back to facing it all? God, there's nothing I'd love more. That's beautiful. It is, right? Yeah. Now, if you don't believe in God... Put ice cube there or something. I don't know, but for me that that was perfect. I I, I copied and texted it to everybody I knew. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's that's a really um, it's a really powerful yeah thing. As subtle as subtle as it is, it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't we don't even know. And you know, relatability to what our show is about. Um, not the higher, higher power aspect of it, but how we project what it is that we're dealing with 
is what we're going to get in return, like the little the little girl running down the hallway. If we look at the situations that we're in with our loved ones who are using and use common sense instead of erratic behavior like they are, then they'll understand that maybe it's okay to be calm as well going through what it is that you're going through. Because if, if for me, like my mother was very, very... Um, come when she told me you can't come here anymore and your brother and your brothers and sisters can't help you anymore i'm sorry that's just the way it is you want to run around like a knucklehead don't come running down my hallway in the middle of the night like the, like the the thing said you know um and i think when i didn't have that erratic behavior to bounce back off of I had to look at my own right you know because I because I people didn't become an excuse or, or my behavior didn't become an excuse for a reason for them to to act irrational and um, I don't know I just I just think that when we use calm loving um, conversation I think it I think it gets understood a little bit more. I mean maybe not at the moment, but I know that I know that conversations that I had when someone was yelling at me. No, then it gives you an excuse to yell back. Yeah, and it, and it you, you really get nothing accomplished even now. Right. You know? Right. Yelling and anger never <clears throat> get anybody anywhere. No. But it you know, it it is difficult to be in that hallway indefinitely. Oh, you know, yeah. They, they always say God never closes a door, mm -hmm. but he doesn't open another one. And some people say, well, maybe he'll just open a window. But then there are a lot of people who were stuck in the hall between the, the closing of one door and the opening of another. And it's hard to be there and remain calm. And I think that's what this is kind of telling well, I don't, us. you know, I, I don't necessarily know if they don't choose to remain in that hall. You know what I mean? Like if the, if you well, know. no, no. As as parent of an addict, yep. I felt like I was stuck in the hall. I wasn't getting out. You know, but the misery was there. But you did. So that door was open. You just didn't know to walk to it. No, well, I couldn't see it. Right. Well, exactly. I couldn't so you, see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, I guess I was waiting on that. Yeah. Bolt of lightning uh -huh. to hit me too. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I wouldn't care or would be able to detach with love as they constantly yeah. told me to do but which is the craziest thing right well it makes sense it, but it's no, very it does, difficult but, to do i'm yeah. not you know i'm not seeking help because i'm i'm capable of doing anything mm -hmm. rational or in anybody's best interest at this point although i i wasn't you know freakily angry all the time i, I spent a lot of time doing research mm -hmm. a lot which is kind of how I got started in this whole, this whole uh, radio thing. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was <clears throat> remembering back today, um, just sitting down maybe about an hour ago, because um, the house is quiet. And I was just thinking about, I said, oh, man, I forgot to text Ellen to see if she was coming or not. And then I said, oh, well, I'll just pull a gym. Uh, 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 for, for now, that, that poor guy. 
Right? I would have texted you if I couldn't come. No, I know. No, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I know. But but even before that, I had, uh, in some of the research that I was doing, I had found the prescription addiction radio show. Oh, that was on the on the On, on the, the other West Coast, Coast yeah. Tampa. A pharmacist yeah. whose son had gotten into. But he had gotten, didn't he close that down while yes, we were still actively? He yeah. He did. His son got better. He got on um, Suboxone. Yeah. Funny how, funny how um, despair brings out uh, something that you wouldn't ordinarily do, like our friend Jim mm -hmm. and the other gentleman on the on the West Coast. And as soon as the situation was kind of taken care of. They didn't need the microphone anymore. Well, I think that guy got upset by the way he was being treated by people. You know, maybe they found out. I don't know. But I, he was angry about something. I remember that. Well, so was Jim. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah, that's that, not his, that anger. And that's yeah. not his real name. We're using that name. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, they the anger Yeah. makes you irrational and maybe if you're irrational you're not going to make the best decisions no and it very well could have been you know people people gave me suggestions mm -hmm. some gave me strong suggestions some gave me have to's some said hey, well why don't you just you know try this it didn't make a difference I got angry every time somebody tried to tell me something because I thought I knew the way even though my way was broken I thought that I knew the proper way to go about this. And um, one was just acceptance of being a second-class citizen and living on a park bench down the street. Uh, another one was, you know, your kid is just as jacked up as I am. How can you be giving me into, you know what I mean? And, and, it's, and it's all a chaotic circle. So who's to say that while... His home situation was getting better. He personally may not have been growing to take advice. No, I don't think he was. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely <clears throat> don't think he was. And I think um, being humbling yourself enough to be able to take advice, mm -hmm. whether you're the family or, you know, the addict. Right, right. Is, is part of it. And, you know, the ego, our egos rule us and they get us in yeah. trouble. Yeah. Because a lot of it's ego, you know, part of the horror of it for me was, you know, what are people going to think? Mm. Because they think badly of you. You know, the first thing that I heard was, you know, well, you must be a bad mom. You know, what did you do? Because what did that you was do a, to her? Well, that because that was a bad mom saying that or well, a bad dad saying that. Just, you two. know, but they don't, yeah. they don't realize it. Yeah. And, you know, you've heard all your life that people end up the way they are because of their childhoods and. You know, then I felt guilty because I had to work the whole time mm -hmm. and maybe that was it. And, you know, you think all those things and it's not. But at the time, you're grasping for anything. You know, to it's funny. It. You, you just said that um, my, my friend David and I were, were talking. He's, he's still up in Massachusetts. I, <clears throat> and we were talking and um, about, you know, times before and. Uh, my, my dad had passed away when I was 18, 19, I think. And it was uh, 
right around my high school graduation. I forget if it was the March before or the March after. Um, but he used to come pick me up when I was a senior and we would go down to the, down the docks and, and drink. Well, you know, he'd, he'd pick me up at noon. Oh, your dad would yeah, pick you up yeah, yeah. drinking with you? Right, okay. and, and, and I, I jokingly said to my friend David, and you can see why I ended up like I did. And he said, yeah, but my parents didn't allow alcohol in the house, and I was there right, right. with you. Right. You know, so there's no, you know what I mean? You, you, you are a product of your environment no matter what your upbringing was. In other words, it was, it's not my dad's fault that I, that I ended up the way I was. Um, and it wasn't his fault, his father's fault, that he, the, yeah. the reason he was the way he was. But that's what you think, and that's what other people But it was think. my mother's fault. Oh, yeah. No. It's always somebody's fault. No, Come on. No, you gotta find, but see, if it was my fault, I could fix what was wrong, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's the other thing. You want to fix it so badly. Yeah. And, you know, the hardest lesson for me was learning that it wasn't mine to fix. But do you think you were hypersensitive at that point about it being oh, yeah. your fault? Oh, like, yeah. what did I do wrong? Yes. Because that's that's what we're programmed mm -hmm. when, yeah. If, if your kid turns out bad, it's your fault. Yeah, we, we see, well, you know, we see... We see it on TV or on the on the shows, you know, like Donna Reed, everything was lovey and mm -hmm. Leave It to Beaver, it to everything Beaver, was great. Yes. And all of a sudden we step out of that world and around the corner and we're in the horrors. It's like, whoa, what did I do wrong? And it's not that you personally did anything wrong. It's just the luck of the draw or the unluck yeah, of the it, draw. It really is. And yeah. I, I think I wish people understood that better. But again, it's one of those things that until you've experienced it, you're just going to be looking at it from the outside and seeing bad behavior and crazy people. Yeah. But I think more and more today, people realize that. Like, I don't necessarily know if you go to um, many Al-Anon meetings and people are saying it's my fault. When you first go in, you do. Still leaving today? Well, I mean, no, but people come in feeling like it's their fault and feeling like there's something more they can do. Well, I, I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm getting at is there's more awareness out there mm -hmm. than you know. Oh, geez, almost 32 years ago, for me and how many for you? Four. Well, no, 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 no from even the beginning before of that. It? Yeah. Oh gosh. Ten or eleven. Two thousand and four. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, and it took me a long time to admit that she had a problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, I started going to Al-Anon almost as soon as I found out. Because her grandmother had been in AA for a long time, and she told right. me to go. Right, Yeah. Did she like Al-Anon? No. <laughs> she went to some meetings. You know, I don't think, yeah, and I went, but I don't, I don't think it's... Um necessarily as when I when I first when when I got clean this last time clean and sober this last time we were in we, we would go to a meeting where the larger hall was an AA meeting and the smaller one was an Al-Anon meeting uh -huh. and you could go to either or as right. long as you were in that building they didn't care where you were <clears throat> and I sat in on a few of them and and some of the knowledge that I got from being in there it helped me 
understand where my family was, right. where I wouldn't have even had a half a clue. But on the same token, you hear in an open AA meeting or, or NA meeting, um, the evils of the others, mm-hmm. the Al-Anons and the Naranons. Yeah. You know, and... The and Nazis, the Nazis. Yeah, but it's, but you know, it's... Um, well, it's I good think, to go to both. Yeah, I it, think, and I think that's because you know they do tell you to detach and don't assist and don't enable mm. and all the you know all the things that we all tend all to do. Stuff, because all the stuff an addict and an alcoholic doesn't want to hear. Exactly. Because it doesn't. It. it, it, it yeah, they they don't want they don't yeah. want to have to you know have their help go away. Yeah. Or their you know their enabler get better. I mean, and I know you know that's a term I despise, but um, for lack of a better word. Yeah, you know, it's somebody who's there with with the addict or the alcoholic and dealing with the fallout from what they do in their disease. Yeah, that's a tough job. It's a very that's tough a real job. tough job. Very yeah. tough job, and some people yeah. have it for many, many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Some people even hang on to it after the addict or alcoholic gets well. Yeah, you know, and and that's and that's like broken. Fortunately enough. When, when I got, for lack of a better word, well, my family started repairing as well. So I could repair along with them. I, I don't think I would have been too successful if I started repairing and they didn't and they stayed chaotic. Yeah, unless you had gotten completely away from them. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, you... You do all this damage and then you cut and run. Some people have to do that. No, they do. They do. But, I mean, for me, do all this damage and then cut and run is kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it's a a tough spot to be in for anyone. And anybody who is, you know, if you're a family member, I know my heart goes out to you. I know how desperate. Okay, we will be... Right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, clinical trials, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you or somebody you love is dealing with an addiction to alcohol or drugs, you may be looking for all kinds of answers. Let Recovery Radio with host Zach Crouch be your guide. Zach Crouch will speak with experts and share personal stories of addiction recovery. You'll also learn what's beyond the surface of mental health, root causes of addiction, and more. Most importantly, we'll explore the solutions and treatments to get you back on track. Recovery Radio. New episodes are available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we do love our guests very much. And um, hopefully we'll be interviewing someone interesting soon. We've found all sorts of of different ways yeah, to, we just go to, to schedule. look at recovery. Yeah, we just go to schedule them. And um, when we... When we uh, First came on the air, my, my I didn't do my due diligence. It was my sister's birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. 39 again. There we go. Yeah. Um, After a while, we can be 39 forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I think at this point, I'd have to be 49 to, what? to be believable. Oh, to, to pull it up a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. To be believable. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Did you go to the uh, boathouse there this week or whatever it's called? I went to Mulligan's. Oh, yeah. No, no, the ship place there. What's it called? Sailor's Return. Yes, I did. Yeah. My son took me there for dinner last night. Oh, nice. He did. And my girlfriend. Have you eaten the the, um, seafood uh, um, chowder? Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I had the shrimp appetizer last night, the coconut it's a, shrimp. It's a decent enough good. place, but like, you know, yeah. the, the times, the first time I went, it was great. Second time I went, eh. Third time I went, it was great. So I guess it depends on what day the and whatever the cook is. That could be. Yeah. They <clears throat> On Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening, it's really nice because they have kind of a laid back band mm-hmm. and, you know, you can sit outside and watch the sunset and see the boats come in. It's really mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah, and and you know, things like that used to, used to escape me. You know, I, I come from a place we were surrounded by water, and in the morning you could watch the sunrise, and on the other side of the street you could watch it set. Mm-hmm. That's how close it, we were. Uh, officially, th- probably like city blocks probably five city blocks from east to west across my street but real in reality it was one two three blocks 
but they were big blocks. And we grew up, we grew up in the, in the greatest part of the city. We were surrounded by water. We had, um, beaches on every, on both sides, all three sides. We had a fort, an old fort that we used to play in when kids, we had baseball fields, softball fields, soccer fields. Could you um, get in the water though? Isn't it always cold? Oh, we got, you get in the water. You do? Yeah. Really? You get well, in the water. Well, yeah, we did too. Mountains, yeah. but I didn't like it. Yeah. But, um, back then life was so simple mm -hmm. and then it, it got, it got a little jaded for a while and, and I missed a lot of the, um, appreciation that I even look out my, I look out my, uh, my patio here and, and I can see the water. Yeah. You got a beautiful view. And, and I look at it and, and I have to remind myself, appreciate that. Right. You know, right. be thankful, be grateful. Yeah. I and have to, I have to feel that way about my job. Yeah. I do. Cause I'm, I'm working a lot and it, it's making me very tired. Mm -hmm. And I just have to remind myself every day, thank goodness I have a job. They've been doing layoffs. Where yeah, because where would you be? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I shudder to think. I don't even know. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that, even though today I'm tired. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it, it's uh, is it a good tired or is it a, a, a hate this crap tired? Well, it's a hate this crap tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... But, but sometimes it's a healthy tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just really busy right now. Yeah. It's tough being an adult. Mm -hmm. It know? sure is. It sure is. It's tough working from home. I know a lot of people are just, just getting into that world. I've been in yeah. it for a long time. And it's hard. Yeah. It's very lonely. Yeah. You get up, you're at work. Yeah. You yeah. get up. Well, you don't have to get dressed or anything. Right. But you get up, you're at work, and, you know, yeah, and you're alone. Unless that would be that would be so difficult for me to. I mean, fortunately enough, I'm retired now, so I don't have to worry about that. But I think it would be so difficult from being the jobs that I had. I was either not home because I was away somewhere in another state, or I was at the firehouse, or I was on a fishing boat or I was, you had kind you know, of adrenaline junkie jobs. Yeah. And, that, um, to wake up and go downstairs and turn on the computer and say, yeah. hi, Sally. I, I, I don't know how, how that would hold me. You it's, know what it's, I mean? It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. You know, I mean, it does have its advantages as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to get up and get dressed. Yeah. But for me, the lonely part of it, yeah. You know, I liked being in an office. I liked being around people. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, I like the interaction. That's what working was for me. And I, I miss that. Right. And everybody leaves your house and you're there with a cat. I'm there with three yeah. cats. Yeah. yeah. The cats yeah. and I are there. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't like it. Overall, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, maybe two days a week would be good. And I used to do that years ago when I was living in Atlanta. Oh, when you could, when you could drive to yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the, where's the main office now for you? Atlanta. Oh, is it still mm -hmm. in Atlanta? Well, Alpharetta. Yeah. Oh. Atlanta area. Yeah. It was literally. So it's right next door to the other one. Yes. Literally. Oh, okay. Literally. Right. I, I could go into my old building. 
And then the new office, when they moved up to Alpharetta, is yep. very close to the huh. where my old office moved. Yep. So it's weird. They sort of followed each other around. Huh. And they do the same thing. Well, kind of. My other company's gone. Oh, is it completely yeah. gone? Yeah, they sold them off. To and, and what are they called now? Well, they sold them to all scripts, but they're closing that down, so everybody's retiring. Oh wow! So did they did they did they buy it to close it? I think so. They knew yeah. it was legacy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Huh? But they they had a pretty big customer base. It's just gradually. Been oh, that's right. Off. That building isn't called McKesson anymore. No. The one in Port St. Lucie. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, that, the, that's over a different by, division than over we were by in. Uh, Met Stadium. But I mean, it was still all the same company, I'm sure. You well, know, this is a giant corporation. Yeah. yeah. They bought us and then dumped us, basically. <laughs> but that's what corporations do. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's that's what uh, that's what Mitt Romney does. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. who would ever have thought that 3M would have a huge healthcare division that's basically running a lot of the government stuff? And they or did. even or even Johnson and Johnson when we were when we were kids, they made powder, baby powder. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're making limbs and they're making yeah, they do all kinds all of kind stuff. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I got a buddy of mine that still that still works there in uh the Raynham, Massachusetts office. He and his wife work there. And he works on one limb, I guess, and she must work on another or something. Well. Wow. He works on knees. Oh really? Yeah. Make the yeah. devices? No, he I I, I think oh, he makes artificial knees? Yeah, or? I think he sells them or mm. i mean he goes into the office and that stuff sells itself right you know that he just he's just there just taking orders from but it's crazy how a company like that making an artificial knee i mean makes you think he's had a sustainable job doing that for 20 years or more working for johnson and johnson selling knees Maybe he was doing something else before that, but like, how many people are that banged up? How many knee operations are they doing a day? A lot. You that's know what I mean? Big money. Yeah. Big money. We love the knees, all the joints. That's good. The hips. Yep. The hips, yeah. the shoulders, the knees. Yeah. And it seems like they, they got it down to so much of a science now. Um, I had a guy that I was talking to today. He um, had a, a, a back fusion done mm -hmm. in, in West Palm. It was in and out. He yeah. was in at six thirty. He was home at nine thirty. The doctor told him, within an hour, of the, within an hour of the time that you get home, I want you to go walk a mile. That's a lot for a fusion, I would think. He did well. Good. Yeah, and and he was, you know, so that aspect of medicine is getting that much i mean even just even just with the stents that they put in my heart you know going in through my wrist and looking around and seeing that's just incredible stuff that they can do yes but they still throw they the vagrants and homeless away yes and they can't yeah. fix a brain yeah nobody can fix a brain no i get all these things every day too about all you know here's the seven things you need to do to feel better here's yeah Right. Here's how to get toxic people mm -hmm. out of your life. Here's how to recognize them. All kinds of people are making a lot of money, but nothing about the disease has been no. discovered as far as being curable. No, and and if you could, I mean that's that's why I I um 
I'm hesitant with all of this <clears throat> vaccine talk because like in nine short months, they come up with this wonder, wonder uh, fluid that they say is, you know, we'll, we'll get this, we'll, we'll get COVID under control. What about all these other viruses that they've been trying to find vaccines for, or, you know, for years and years and years? It took quite a while to get the AIDS one. But it still does not obliterate it. No. Or, no. no. So, so. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, the world has been changed by whatever this is. And, you know, I, I, I still wonder what people are doing as far as the rehab people, mm -hmm. the 12-step the people, you know, that were in big groups. I know just from trying to get my mother into a facility, nobody will take anybody. So what are they doing about rehab? Yeah, like what happens like in, in emergency situations? I mean, fortunately enough, we live in a different state. We live in a state where the governor said, you know, use common sense. Right. And I want to say that um, we have a lot of protocols in place, like to go to the hospital. Like, I mean, when I had, when I had uh, um, my cataract done, uh, was it two months ago maybe? I had to go get a COVID test within mm -hmm. 48 hours before. Uh, when I went in, I, you know, everybody was masked up and all of that stuff, but it was less invasive on the have-tos. Right. You know what I mean? It was a comfortable environment, but everybody used common sense and had a mask on. And while, while I was getting wheeled into the room to get my eye uh, fixed, the three or four uh, assistants and the doctor were talking about someone who ultimately, um, on one of the other staffs, had uh, brought COVID into the um, <laughs> operating room. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So they all got locked down and they all, but they didn't necessarily get locked down. They were like, um, what do you call that? Quarantine. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, um, which you know, is pretty much locked down. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's just a different word for it. I just don't like the word Very lockdown. unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. But it felt like lockdown. Mm. But I, I worry about, because, you know, the liability of, you know, you're exposing people to COVID all the time. If somebody gets it, they could easily sue you if you're a facility like that. But how can you stop it? I don't you know. Can't. I'm wondering, you know, I need to do some research and find out what they are actually doing. Yeah. Are they still accepting patients? Well, of course, because they need to keep their doors open. Yeah, but. But like what happens? Like, what happens if they have a COVID outbreak? Then what? Are they yeah. going to let them all just turn them out? That's going to be a situation in a hand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's very strange. It's not like the, it's not like the cruise ship. Uh, um industry where they just shut all the doors. They just rolled right. up the plank and said, you can't come on. Right. You know, they need, they still, you kind of wonder how they, how they'll fare through this. Yeah. Um, I am really wondering what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of the, the uh, meetings are just zoom and which I don't think is as good. I mean, some people like it, mm. but I did, I did go to a couple of zoom meetings and I didn't like them. It's well, you know, I think that, I think the, um, the person, the personal, um, aspect of it 
is mm-hmm. lost. And there's a lot of people that like it because they're not comfortable with the personal aspect of the meeting. Right, exactly. So I'll tell you what I'm telling you from my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go sit down at the church. Well, next because to you, you don't have to look somebody in the eye and say, yeah, yeah. I did this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, you're not accountable yeah. as much. And, you know, we, we had accountability too. But for you guys, I think that's really important. And how do you, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. How do you do it? It would be very easy, well, I would it, think, to slip up. It's being done because there's, you know, the doors are still open on the facilities here, so... And I haven't heard of any, like, you know, on social media, um, Karen Corporation closing or something like right. that. Right. No, I haven't know? either. Yeah. I haven't either. But I, I still, it, it's it's a bit of a, a worry for me. I just, you know, it was such a booming business. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know what. But it was booming. Is. A lot of them were booming in the wrong way. Well, that's And true maybe too. this, maybe this will true. help. Um, yeah, maybe it'll clean adjust some that. of that up. Yeah, yeah, it'll adjust it. Yeah. But I know a lot of people were going to California, and they're very close down there. Well, the, the governor just said he's going to start opening up the state. Oh, in California? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because of the election. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no need to keep them closed anymore. Well, if they look at Florida, and did it? No. Was it detrimental? No, it no, was not. No, so. it wasn't. I mean, we got our little spike, but it's it never turned out to be anything that one of the closed states had. Right. Had. So... so. There, there's only so much you can do to fight something. Yeah. And uh-huh. then, you, then you have to back off, just and, like with addiction. Just and you have to use off. common sense, right. you know. And and there's a lot of a lot of that lacking in in a lot of the different areas that uh, um, we talk about, you know, because I, I think with today's addict or alcoholic they have a better shot of getting clean or sober quicker with less harm than 10 years ago. Yes, I would agree because so we many just people don't, got involved in it. We just don't use common, the common sense approach to that individual. We still throw that silly blue book or textbook at them and say, read what's in black and white. And what's in black and white doesn't always work. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles in Recovery radio show. You like that? Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and co-host Ida Serena Lee. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins looks at how natural healing and biological dentistry can safely and effectively treat most health problems. You'll hear about the innovations in both traditional and alternative medicine therapies with doctors and dentists, along with discussions with chiropractors, medical experts, homeopaths, naturopaths, and energetic healers. It's great to have all the best information in one place. And Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins brings it all together. Listen Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to miracles in recovery to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org now back to this week's show and now back to this week's show you know we uh we were talking earlier about uh common sense and a lot of it is a common sense approach. We, we spoke in the first segment about um, calm delivery. Mm-hmm. Second segment about common sense. Um, if you put that all together, you have a uh, civil understanding of what it is that you're dealing with. I know it's 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 total chaos when when it's going on, and you couldn't turn that off. No, no. But well, no, I'm being robbed periodically. Well, yeah, I have yeah, to well, watch right. every yeah. account oh, that yeah. I have. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. I've got to hide my keys. I've so got to sleep with my purse under my pillow. So it's easier to say a civil approach, common sense, and, um, you know, because you're not dealing with someone who's in a, who, who, who is coming back at you with, with the same emotion. Right. And, um, you know, the tough thing is, is to find, ultimately find the place and the time that your switch, your personal switch goes off and says, I need to preserve me. I need to protect me. I need to protect the others in my house. Hence my mother, you got to go, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, you got to go. And there was no yelling. There was no, you know, I've, I've you didn't yell. I might have, but I, I really don't remember because it 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 um it kind of threw me for a loop. Like, well, what do you mean? Well, how am I going to survive? What do you mean? How are you going to survive? I don't know. Should have thought do what of that before. Yeah. yeah, but you weren't thinking. I didn't have to because they did for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, to a degree, but I mean, there were a lot of things that went on behind my back that I didn't know about, you know, I'd find out later, mm-hmm. like when the warrant wagon showed up or, you know, right. when I'm missing money or <clears throat> yeah, uh-huh. a window's broken. I, I think she even convinced the pet sitter one time, oh yeah, I live here. 
because I'd thrown her out and we were gone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So she, she called me and said, oh, your daughter was here, so I let her in. Right. Yeah. What'd she leave with? Is the TV still there? <laughs> right. Oh, no. Yeah. She was more subtle than that. Yeah. Yeah. Jewelry. If there was money about, she wouldn't take all of it because you don't want anybody to notice right away. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. A lot of joy, clothes, handbags, purses. Crazy. Yeah. Anything that was of any value that would was easy to be, you know, gotten rid right. of. Right. Transferred. Yeah. Yeah. Pawn shop, consignment store, anything. You know, and like like you've said before and, and we we've agreed, every single addict alcoholic um turns into the same morphs into the same yes. creature and uh it reminded me of a shark yeah yeah because a, a shark you know, shark is just you know focused on getting food next focused on getting drugs yep. yeah yep. and that's what it reminds and anything in the way didn't matter and got chewed up they've they've pulled sharks up on on decks of boats cut open their bellies and there's been license plates in it. Yeah. So, anything. It doesn't anything. matter. Yeah. You know, the, the end goal is just, you know, mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. And that it's very difficult to watch a person that you've known, you know, their whole life and, and know that the heart of that person and this has happened to them. And it's like, where did she go? Mm-hmm. That I, I remember thinking that a lot. I even, I was watching an Oprah show one time and they had a lady on and it was something, you know, some way to get inside of yourself and feel, find out what was really bothering you. And you, you had to think, you know, you had to sit and you had to think and feel where the pain hit you. And mine hit me right in my heart. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the thought that bubbled up for me was she's deserted me. She's betrayed me. Mm. I felt betrayed. You know, I'd been as good a mom as I could be. I was loving. You know, I did all the stuff you're supposed to do. Girl Scout leader, you know, <laughs> soccer mom, all that crap. And this is still what happens. Yeah. I remember you even saying that 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. She betrayed me. Yeah. That's that's how I yeah. felt. I felt betrayed. Yeah. And, 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 that's a, and that's a real, that's a real feeling. And I'm sure... 98 out of 100 parents feel the same thing when their child yeah. um, endeavors into the use and abuse of uh, chemicals. You know, because not only, but, but that might be a, that might be a, um, um, I just lost my train of thought. It might be a protective mechanism that she betrayed me because you were saying, where did I go wrong? Yeah, but it was a real powerful feeling. Yeah. I think she was in jail at the time, and I was, you know, living with just the worry and fear mm-hmm. of what was happening to her in there, and, is it, you know, is it destroying her even more? What's it <laughs> going to do to her? And, you know, I, I sat down and, and did that little exercise. And, you know, you can really feel it. It's like a physical pain mm-hmm. right in your heart. And that was the thought that bubbled up. I felt betrayed. Yeah. You know, she's doing this at great detriment to everyone who loves her. Mm-hmm. How can you continue to do that when you see what it's doing to people? But then there are a lot of things that cause a lot of trauma and pain. And 
and now you know that she wasn't intentionally doing it. She wasn't like when, 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 um, someone betrays you or, or, you know, using that quote unquote, um, they're usually doing it for their own personal gain or for your own personal detriment. When somebody does something like that to, to betray your trust, to betray right. you. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't <clears throat> a conscious, no. let's hurt mom, but that's what mm. it felt like eventually to me. Yeah. Let's kick the shit out of myself and pull everybody with me. Right. What it is. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. If, yeah, if you've I willfully you willfully done way, yeah. the, these things, and now mm -hmm. you're, you know, I'm paying the price. If I hurt you along the way, then that's okay too, right? Because it gives me justification to use more. Well, yeah, it, it was um, it was a powerful revelation for me because I, you know, I hadn't even really thought about how I felt. I was just desperately looking for some way to fix it. Yeah, spent an awful lot of time doing that. You know, it's funny. I was, I just saw the word Epstein come up on my phone. I was walking into Walmart this afternoon. I went and bought a new dog, uh, bowl waterer. <clears throat> and, um, I was walking in the door and it said masks must be, you know, city mm -hmm. ordinance, this, that, the other thing, or, um, medical justification or right. something like that. So I was walking in and the first thing that popped into my head was, a note, please excuse Ray from wearing a mask, signed Epstein's mother, <laughs> right? Not not Jeffrey Epstein, Juan Epstein from, uh, what was that show with Vinnie Barbarino? I don't know. Come on, Gabe Kaplan with uh, John Travolta. Oh, 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 um, in New York, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, welcome back, Carter. Welcome yeah, that was car. when they got there. And he car. used to, every time he didn't do his homework, he would bring in a note, signed Epstein's mother. And it was Juan Epstein was the kid who did it. So, you know, I, I laughed and then I put my mask on, you know, became compliant. And I was walking around in the store and that's why, that's why my throat's all jacked up. Yeah, because I'm wearing I'm, the mask. Yeah, yeah. it's from wearing a mask. My, my sister's been, my sister texted me, she didn't text me this week, but... Um, you know, saying you sound hoarse or you sound, mm -hmm. we're doing damage to ourselves. I, I think we are. Yeah. Definitely. They're miserable things to have to wear. Yeah. And I mean, for the people that have to wear them all day, I feel really bad. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. They, they end up with all kinds of health problems yep. just yep. from having to walk around in the thing and do, do your job. Yeah. They're awful. So hopefully this vaccine or whatever, like we were talking about before, hopefully this stuff gets pulled at bay somehow and we can go on, I don't know, with some kind of normalcy because I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to wear a mask. I won't go out. Yeah. Not that I won't go out. I just won't yeah, go into stores. you won't go somewhere where you yeah. have to wear one. No, you can shop on Amazon. Yeah. Never uh -huh. go anywhere. Yeah. But that, that's I mean, But you do too. have to get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the hard part for me because I need to get out. I went to a uh, funeral this morning. A friend of mine's mother passed away. She found out she had cancer in December. Five weeks later, she's gone. She passed. Um, and I was outside at the, at the uh, uh, Roland Oaks Cemetery mm -hmm. in Port St. Lucie. 
and I was, uh, we're outside. And um, I stood away from behind the tent. And I mean, I put my mask on when I went underneath the tent and all of that stuff. But there were people that, I don't know, even even outside, like with nobody around them. And they're still wearing a mask. Yeah. I see like, people driving their cars by themselves yeah, and they're like, wearing I, I, I don't get it. I don't either. No. I saw a picture, and this, this had to have been a joke, but I saw a picture of someone swimming. Oh, wearing a mask? Yeah, it had to have been a joke. But I mean, that, but that is where we live today. Right. You know? And it's something we have to accept. It's very difficult, but it's something we have to accept and live with until we don't have to. Yeah, anymore. well, you know me with acceptance. I'm, I'm, not, uh, <laughs> I'm not the greatest. That, that is a problem for most of us, mm-hmm. including me. I don't like accepting things I don't like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things I learned was if you can't control it, it's not, you know, it's not your business. Right. You might as well let it go. God grant me the serenity. Exactly. Yeah. You know, figure out if, if it's something that I can do something about. And if it isn't, then I've got to let it go or it will eat mm. me alive. And for what? And, it, you know, it's hard when you're talking about people that you love. It's very hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, t- that was a lesson that took many years to sink in. Yeah. But, you know, today, thankfully, I've got her back. You know, all her sweet, good heart came back. Because yeah, well, she didn't have one. It never left. It was just, it was just. But it seemed like it had. Ru- yeah, but it was ruled by something else. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, she was a completely different person. Yeah. And and now she's she's her again. And it's it's really wonderful because I didn't know if that would ever happen for a while. You know, because for some people it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was blessed. Hmm. Well, we got about a minute left, if that. And I think we covered quite a bit of stuff. Covered nothing and covered everything. (laughs) (laughs) Story of life, right? Story of life. Talked about eating shrimp and loving your loved ones. That's right. And with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.